Hey, don't eat all the meatballs. Little Jimi Hendrix. Little Jimi Hendrix. I don't eat all the meatballs today because it's the 4th of July, people. Coming up. Two more days. Today's July 2nd. Happy Thursday out there. Welcome to the show. Uh, Michael Wheels Parisi. I got Charlie DeFazio here to my left. Hello, hello. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, America. And Wheels. Yes, it's my birthday. This is a, it's a celebration of not just my birthday. But, you know, I mean, when you reach a certain age, you know, you don't really celebrate birthdays. You just celebrate life, I guess. My idea of a birthday years ago was, you know, you go out, you get fucking smashed, whatever. You know, do whatever with whoever. Didn't matter. You're young. Have fun. You know, that's what it's all about. But then as you get older... You know, you don't really crave that anymore. Like today, I came home, I made a nice big bowl of pasta vajole. Mm-mm. Right? You had some, right, John? I loved it. Hot, hot soup on a hot day. I Nothing make it a little like different. It. I make it with occhiette pasta, sometimes dittolini, but I made the occhiette pasta with sausage and pancetta. A little onion, mirepoix. You know what a mirepoix is? What is it? Mirepoix is uh, carrots, celery, and onion. Oh, that's the little combination. Yeah, you put yeah, that okay. in, and you, when you make a soup, you always start a soup with a mirepoix. Okay, so that's the medley of veggies that you throw in the yeah, soup. Carrots, yeah, carrots, onion, celery. Well, I'm eating a little bit right now as you we speak. It? I'm loving it. Now, now, bear in mind, you tell them what the temperature is here today. 117. And, and, even, though, <laughs> and even though it's that hot, I'm eating a hot soup. I'm you should. Well, like, it bring, it, if you, they say if you eat hot soup or drink hot coffee or hot, in hot weather, you actually, your body actually cools down. You making that up? No, no, I read oh, about it. You read about that? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm feeling hot. feeling pretty goddamn hot right now, but it's, it's good. But it's good. It's hot as balls. It is, but let me let me compliment Wheels. Uh, he is the chef of the past, present, and chef of the future. Exactly. And he cooks a little something for me every time. And by the way, while we get going, go ahead. Are you done with your monologue or your monologuing? No, no, no. It's not, <laughs> not even monologuing. It's just I thought that, you wanted to give a treat. No, to no. Someone. I just wanted to no, you know. I just want to be able to. I do want to talk about one little thing, though. What's up? I mean, you know, uh. Stand-up comedy, a lot of comedians are getting a raw deal. A friend of mine, uh, you know, a lot of comics are getting, you know, the whole Me Too movement with them. Unbelievable. You know? Isn't it unbelievable? I mean, you had so many, and now you have a few more coming up. They're talking now. They're talking shit about Joey Diaz, who's a dear friend of mine. Joe Rogan, dear friend of mine. What are they saying about them? That they, you know, that they used to get blowjobs for stage time for girls and all this. I mean, now they're coming out of the woodwork. Thirty years later, listen. Nobody put a fucking gun to your head and told you to suck his dick. You did it. You did it because you had no fucking morals. Now you want to gain a few morals. All of a sudden, you fucking Mother Teresa. Enough is enough. No, you know, you want to come out 20, 30 years later and say something wrong and try to ruin somebody's life? That's a disgusting thing to do, people. It's a disgusting thing to do. There's another example. i got to pipe in here. You know the show, uh, what's the show, Mythbusters? You know all about that show? It's a good show. I never, myth- I've heard of the okay, show. Okay, well, let me give you a brief, real brief description. It's on Discovery, Mythbusters, two guys, uh, and what they do is bust myths. You know, like the, uh, the thing, like if you put a copper penny in your mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have seen a few of those. Okay, so what happens is the one guy... The little sister comes out. This is unbelievable, guys. She, and this guy is probably our age. He's in his 50s. But this little sister of his, whack job, comes out and says, oh, he molested me in 1976. So she's trying to destroy her older brother. 45 years later, it probably never even happened. Right. What, why wouldn't you open your goddamn mouth? I mean, what the hell is going on in well, this Well, that's country? what I'm saying. Now they're trying to take Joey Diaz's show, The Church of What's Happening and do Now. What? Do what? And, and they, want it, they want him to take it off the air. Unbelievable. And he's not going to do it. Joey won't cave in to anybody. He's the best. Joey Diaz is fantastic. Matter of fact, Joey gave me a great shout-out the other day on his, on his podcast, and I appreciate that, Joey. 
if you're listening. Um, Absolutely. But you know, he he did a he you know he gave me a big big shout out. Him and uh, Felipe Esparza, I think I mentioned it. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like you can't come back and try to haunt somebody to something happened. And you can't, I mean, how do you even prove something like that? It's the stupidest thing in the world. You can't prove it, but they're going back and they're digging up bullshit from uh, decades ago. And that's, that's the horrifying thing yeah. about this crew, this crew that I love so much. And you know the ones I'm talking about, right, Wheels? Yeah, well, they're out there. You know, yeah, they're, they're out they're, there. They're, and, and, and I don't know what they are. Yeah. I don't even think they know what they are. Well, they make it, they make it bad for the people that actually did suffer they're from They're attention abuse. getters. They're attention getters. They need attention. Yeah. Well, get your attention somewhere else. But how about talent? What you know, they say it? if you're talented, you can get attention. Uh, when did that? When did half that of these disappear? people, half of these fucking people that are doing this aren't talented. They're talentless people. Right. So the only way they can get attention is by trying to hurt somebody else's career or life or livelihood or marriage or whatever they want to try and hurt to get some attention because they can't do it being funny or being uh, being talented. The talentless fucking people. That started in the late 90s, big time, I think. New millennium. Yeah. You know, that's exactly when it happened. And it's not just girls doing it. No, it's guys no, doing man. it, too. It's, 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 it's just talentless people. But anyway, I don't want to harp on that. I just... Um, that's an interesting point, though. But I wanted to, I wanted to make a mention, because right now it is, it's, it's all over the place. They're talking about Joey, and I just feel bad what's going on, because he is so not like that. If you know Joey Coco Diaz and people, Uncle Joey, they call him, or Joey Coco, or just Joey Diaz, I call him Joey Diaz. If you know him and you listen to his show, which you should, The Church of What's Happening Now, the show is fantastic. He tells it like it is. He helped a lot of people out in comedy. This guy helped a lot of people out. And um, he's getting a raw deal, and I think it's wrong. And uh, I think that they, you know, they need to, they need to stop doing stupid shit if you, and, and, and trying to hurt people. The guy's got a, he's a successful man, he's married, he's got a kid, and, and because you want to get five minutes of fame or because you might have done something that you feel bad about now, I know a lot of, I know a lot of people that did things back in the, in the day at the comedy uh, store and back in the day, of the 90, early, late 80s, early 90s, a lot of girls, say, did things to other guys and comedians because they wanted something back. Nobody forced them. Nobody hurt them. Nobody wa- They offered. They wanted to do these kind of things. Th- this is all coming out now as sexual harassment. This is bullshit. These girls were doing it anyway. And they got what and they they're needed. Doing, and they're doing it now. And by the way, did they not get the jobs? If they did it for a job, say the producer yeah. says, eat my dick, and I'll give you a part in this new movie, even though you're a nobody. They give the girl the part. They sold their soul. It doesn't make it right, but the girl accepted it. doesn't make it, it. right. She it's wrong. It. She accepted it, though. That's the fucking problem. You know what it is? It's a modern-day So she accepted it hunt. then, but she can't accept it now. Yeah, but they're not going to stop with this. Listen, they're on a mission. You know, you remember the witch hunts in the 1600s, the witch stuff? It, it, it's worse now, actually. Yeah. It's stupid. Because there's no evidence required. It just seems like everybody's going after everybody. They're very cutthroat. It's terrible. Very cutthroat. Um... I don't know. Anyway, you know what I got for you? What's that? I got a present for you. And Sanji just, uh, because it's your birthday, and I always come bearing some gifts. So would you like to see your present now? Yeah, why not? In here, why not? So I can get it, uh, get it out of my area. Ow! What do you got? Who knows who this is? I don't know, but that's one of my workout songs. I know that much.
every day. Wake up feeling good, people. Doesn't matter what age you are. I don't need fucking nobody. I want to be me, too. See, she turned the Me Too movement into a song of talent. Megan Trainor, talented. She's not turning the Me Too into something that's not. You know what I mean, Charlie? Do you know that song means a lot to me? You know why? Why? Because I've been teaching... Uh, I teach this uh, system. I think it's Body Pump. It's the name of the. Cl- I think that's a Body Pump song. It's a, yeah, and I've been doing that for years. I love that song. Yeah. Man. Well, she's what she's saying. Yeah. She's trying to be, you know, herself. She's herself. That's what that song. Yeah, that's exactly. She's not hurting what that nobody, is. trying to get anywhere. No, she's doing it the right way. How about that? Hey, yeah. listen. Here you go. What we got here. Careful. You gotta be careful. What is this? Sanji knew it was your birthday. She wanted to have a little birthday. She What's couldn't bake your cake. It's modern, too hot. Was it modernata sauce? Take it in your hands and look at it now. There you go. I'm giving him a wrap thing. It's almost like the whole devil's grill. shot, devil's hot sauce. Oh wow! But look at the badass jar. I fucking love it. Look, look at that. the badass. What's on the jar? Wheels. Tell them. It looks like the Joker. No, that's oh. the devil, man. The that's devil. Hot. That's Diavolo. Diavolo. I'm gonna put this right on my fucking desk. I'm gonna yeah. take a picture. I'll put it on Isn't Facebook. Cool? Wait, put it on. Oh, I got another thing for you if you want it. Wow. I gotta ask. Thank you, about you so this. much. Tell, tell, tell her. Tell, yeah, please, she's listening. She'll be listening. Yes. And uh, she wanted you to have something. That's, That's from beautiful. little Chucky, Chucky, Chucky D. And your by the way, your son's adorable. By the by the way, oh, we spoke the other you, day. He's just uh, he's the great. He oh, looks that's exactly right. like you. Oh, that's right. You got yeah. He does look. You guys had a, your first conversation on the phone, right? Full well, first full conversation. We've actually chatted briefly, like one time, like hello wheels, and then he kind of ran away from the phone. But this was this time. <laughs> that's what he does. Too. This time he actually hung in. <laughs> yeah, he did. You know, remember what I said? I go, "Who mind the phone with Chuck?" And he he's going to be your replacement for the show in about five years. You get him on now. You'll probably do good. He goes, "It's Wheels Pavisi." You like <laughs> to use your full name. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, well, that thank you thing. so much, Sanj. I appreciate that. It's a beautiful gesture. I love hot sauce. All that will right here might not last a week. That's all right. Use it up. That's a big bottle, though. It's nice. And Thank by you. the way, do you remember the leather store, North Beach Leather on the Sunset Strip? On La Cienega. It was on uh, San Vicente. Was Sa- it really? San North Vicente, Beach? I think it was on the corner of San Vicente. No, it was on the corner of La Cienega and uh, Sunset. Okay, so you do remember that place. Sure. Best leather place in uh, Hollywood. The best. I had a coat. I got that briefcase with it. That's for you if you want. It's a little gift from me to you from look Hollywood. Look at that. Wow. I'm this. I'm, see, I bear gifts. Let me just look at that. It's a it's a briefcase from North Beach. I got that the week I got out in L.A., and I'm giving it to Wheels as a little gift. You know, this is very much my type of case. Is it really? Yeah. All right, you clean it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, This is very much my kind of but case. But that's leather. That's not that pleather shit. That's, no, it's that's, the real deal. Yeah, and, then a, and you always got to make sure people know it's real leather. You got to tell them. That's real leather. Yeah, yeah it's, no matter what you're wearing. You can no. be wearing a bracelet. Now, this is leather. Yeah. No, this is not pleather. No, this is not bullshit. Man. This is real <laughs> pleather. <laughs> Remember the pleather jackets in the 70s? Yeah, what about the, ple- the cars, too, and the jackets? And the cars they used to... You know, they always had it when you got a new caddy or something. You always had to tell your your uncle, oh, "This is real leather. No, this, this is, is real not leather. bullshit." Yeah, they a, put in the Chrysler. <laughs> yeah, it's not pleather. You it's know? not a Monte Carlo. And you don't put the plastic on it either. No, like the couches. Okay. Yeah. So what are you going to do for your birthday tomorrow? What's so going I on? wanted to talk do? about you know, and that's the funny thing because I am turning fifty-five years old. Fifty-five years old. Nice. Is, it's a milestone. I would say every five years, as after you reach forty-five or forty, I think every five years is a milestone. It you is. Know, you're, you got another year or two left for that. Uh, I'll be 54 in November, and you know what? I don't give a shit anymore. You stop caring what people think about your age. I don't can care less about that. I, I never care. really cared about it, no. but I mean, to me, I it's, it's, to me, it's a sign of success. Of course it is. And, and I hate way, when people always say, "People always go, oh, you know, I wish I can be young again." I don't wish I was young again. If I was young again, I'd be fucking broke. No, no, hanging no, no, out no. in L.A. 
fucking smoking weed every night. That wasn't bad, but I'd be fucking broke. I wouldn't have anything that I, I wouldn't have anything accomplished. No family, none of that. I don't want any of that. I Dude, love. No, right I don't where want I that am. either. I, the only thing I would take back to that age, in my twenties, I would take the experience and knowledge and the confidence that I have now, and I would have taken it back to those days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that, that's the thing. You can't have. You can't that. do that though. You can't have that because that comes over time. That's a time thing. That's experience, right? And what else? Well, just it, time well, experience and, and learning time. life's yeah. lessons, things going through things in, in the, the journey in life to, yeah. in, to learn and get hit over the head a hundred times. You know, like at 55 now, I mean, I, I don't feel any different than I was when I was, you know, 30, 40 years old. This is pretty much all the same. As long as you keep yourself mentally focused, that's the thing. You got to be optimist. You got to be an optimist. A lot of people who are pessimists, they die early. And you have to be uh, driven. Well, you have, you have to have the busy. drive and determination, and you have to be an optimist, and you have to believe in yourself because you, you don't believe in yourself, and you have to love yourself because if you don't love yourself, how do you expect anybody to love you back, right? Well, that's the truth. I mean, you know, but for me, it's the confidence. I mean, it's the, the optimism. I can be a little bit of a pessimist. I think that's understood. <laughs> but but well, I have the, but the confidence is absolutely there. It's never, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it is. It is but, and I want to go back real quick to the Me Too movement. Yeah, go back. Let's hear it. All right, so like a guy like Harvey Weinstein. Well, fucking no. prick. Yeah. Now, we know yeah, he was yeah, probably yeah. doing That's what these girls said he did. Yeah. I mean, I knew people that knew Harvey, and they said he was an asshole. Okay, so what? But, but here's the question. I'm sure he was. He, he got a reputation of a big douchebag, this guy. Yes. But I'm just curious. He, why he was probably raping girls, people. He probably did it to men, too. But why wouldn't they yeah. come ahead then? I'm just, I'm just curious. Why wait 30 years? It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, with him, maybe it, it, fear. Fear? Fear. Uh, you know, I know Harvey was mob-connected to a few guys. In oh, New was York. he really? Yeah, yeah, I didn't no, know about yeah, that. He had, he had connections to a certain, uh, one of the five families I knew very well. I did well. not know that. I knew he was a jerk-off to begin with, but I didn't know anything about so his So I think it was a lot of fear. You know, you yeah. know you're know, you a young girl in Hollywood who came, who just got off the turnip truck from somewhere like in Mississippi or something. Now you're living right. in Hollywood. You don't know what the fuck's going on. You're afraid. You're going to do what you got to do. Nobody's there to protect you. You don't got, you know, fucking... You know, old Jethro to help you. No, you got nobody there, but you're also dying for that break. Correct. You're dying for that break, right? Yes. Remember those Absolutely. days? Oh, yeah. I, but you know what? I was dying for the break, too. Yeah, but you didn't compromise yourself. I didn't yourself. go around sucking asses no, for you it. <laughs> you know, I just fucking, I, I was talented. You did that for free, right? Yeah, it wasn't I mean, for a you break. Do it for nothing, I mean, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it was a pleasure. It wasn't to get a break. But, you know, you do things because, you know, listen, Mitzi Shaw. Slept with a lot of comedians. Not me, not being one of them. But she slept with. Did she do it? Did the comedians sleep with her because she was beautiful? No. They slept with her because she had the main room stage. Of course, she's gonna. Get and she, she was wants. gonna give you a stage time. I can only let's imagine face that it. Call it like it is. Comedians know, and if you think I'm bullshit and you're fucking full of shit, you know I'm telling the truth, guys. Uh, now, did Mitzi say? Did what she say to the young comics? She would say, "Now come over around midnight, darling." She would just you know what she, you gotta do. She had, you know, her regulars. You know, was her, if she had her regulars. By the way, did that accent sound a thing like her? No. <laughs> no. no, Mitzi would go, oh, "No, Charlie, <laughs> you sound nothing like me, Charlie. What the fuck's wrong with you?" So it was a nasally God thing like that. damn it. Oh, see, I got this like I got this stereotypical voice from those Hollywood. She kind of sounds like Louis Anderson. Louis <laughs> well, Louis Anderson's a piece of work. Do you know Louis? Louis one of my dear friends. Is he really? Yeah, very close. I friend. thought he was one of the funniest comedians ever yeah. to hit the me stage. Me and Louis are very dear friends. We we used to spend Thanksgiving together. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, me, Louis, my wife, my daughter, we all spent Thanksgiving together. Is he still together. around? Louis? Yeah, yeah. Is he doing some yeah, stuff? Yeah, he just won an Emmy for Louis for his show, yeah. You know who else had to ask you about? Those were on the top of Carrot Top. Did you know Carrot Top? I knew top? Carrot Top very well, yeah. What kind of guy? Is he Good cool? guy. Carrot Top's a good guy. Okay, let me ask yeah, you something. I like him a lot. He's from Orlando, Florida. What's up with the muscle thing? He was steroiding it. Was he? Yeah, he didn't look good in steroids. Was he juicing right into the I muscle? I think he was juicing. You know what that is? 
That's because no. you know the is it anabolic. No, you know what that is? It's a juice. It's an oil that they were shooting into their muscles to inflate the friggin' muscles. But say you wanted your biceps bigger, yeah. you would shoot this needle of oil. It's a certain type of oil into the muscle itself. The problem is you look deformed. Oh, really? You know what that was? That was him. He looked deformed. He, I th- it does not look him. good on him. He did not look but good. But he wanted him. to be big. He was skinny. Well, do you think Mickey Rock was doing that too? Because no. he looked deformed. No, no, no. I think he was just on massive amounts of uh, steroid. I don't know what kind. I think You see, it's different kinds of steroids out there. Like the Stallone right. thing was a different kind of steroid. Right. You know, it was a cutting drug. But Mickey got into that size. So, so was it an anabolic? You know, I don't know because I've never, I, like I said, I've never ever been into the roids. Ever once. Have you ever tried it? No. Have you ever thought of it? Nope. Never. Nope. There was no reason to. If they're not, it's my, my, my old man used to say, if they're not paying you to do it, why would you do it? Well, and no, I'm because like, you're, 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 you're a health it. enthusiast. Well, then. yeah, but the thing is, I didn't want the, uh, I didn't want that route. I didn't need to be uh, that big. And by the way, I'm only, uh, what the hell am I, 5'5"? Five, five? We look kind of stupid. Who remembers this? No, he fired us. They nailed you on that big check. He should die. Oh, that's the Pope of Greenwich Village. <laughs> you see, you can't catch can't get you, you, man. He should die. Left-wing righteousness. It's about taking out the hippies. And I loved it. 
I absolutely loved it for that reason. DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, basically at war with the hippies. And I love the movie. That's all you'll see. That's all you'll hear from me. Yeah. You got to watch this movie. I wouldn't. Uh, I, I do. I, I do want to watch. Uh, I do want to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, though, because uh, that is on my list. Tarantino, but it's yeah. not that long. It's not that long of a movie. It's not. No, it's you not like his be, usual. You would three. think it would be long because everything it, he does is so. Everything he does is three, four hours, but he didn't need to do it this time. It was two and a quarter, maybe two twenty, and really? it flows, man. Yeah. Does it really? Well, he takes you right back to nineteen sixty nine. So it goes quick. Yeah, I thought. And it's all about Manson. Well, it's, uh, it's loosely based on the Manson murders, and I say very loosely, but it's so cool, man. Really? I, I was in the theater cheering, and I don't get excited about movies today. I don't, but this one got me. Wow. Yeah, this one was good. And it's not about the left wing, left wing, left. No, they tear apart the left. You know, yeah, and yeah. By, by the way, that was the origin of the shit you see today. I don't want to sit the interview with Charles Manson began badly. Did you ever he watch this? He would not this? use the chair we provided, apparently because he didn't want to look up. This is the interview with Charles Manson. He was suspicious. Is this the actual interview? The room in yeah. Of a caged animal. You got a but YouTube the this. Began. The first network encounter with Just Charles listen to the beginning Manson of this. This is crazy. Years. It follows on this Friday night special edition of Tomorrow, Coast to Coast, right here, right The negative. So I'm a reflection of your negative. There's no doubt about that. And I can handle that also. I've been How wild this guy was. I don't know, have you? Well, yeah. I've been up and down these damn hallways in and out of these nut wards for the last 10 years. You think you could follow that act? Don't want to follow that act. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want to get into it. But why do you want to get into that? Well, what crowd, why, why, why do what you crowd want to you playing for? Huh? I'm <laughs> playing for my life. You're working for money. <laughs> See? He, he, he made sense in he, a lot he of He wasn't stupid. I'm not saying the guy was fucking... He was... The guy deserves to be fucking dead. Oh, yeah, but if you listen, absolutely. But if well, you so listen he goes, to who are you working for? You're working for money. I'm working for myself. Well, he like, made sense. Yeah, he made I mean, sense. He was absolutely out he of his fucking mind. He was not that crazy. No, no. He was, he was actually a pretty he was sharp over dude. crazy. But man. he had a problem. You know what the problem was? He failed in Hollywood as a singer. That was the problem. He wanted to be a rock star. Did you know that? Yes. You did? Yes, I did know And that. he failed miserably. He failed miserably. And you know, but the funniest part about Manson is, did you know he decided to move into one of the Beach Boys' houses in Malibu? Yes. He decided to move him yeah. and his hippies into that house. Yeah. And the Beach Boy had no uh, say in the matter. No. My no. aunt would say, oh, he's just overtired. How <laughs> about when you're resting your eyes? <laughs> he can, yeah, he's, he's overtired. He's overtired. overtired. He's just Don't resting his eyes. Don't listen to him. He's yeah. overtired. And by the way, that's a funny one. He's out like a fucking light, some guy in the couch. Yeah. Ah, snoring. Oh, he's just resting his eyes. Yeah, I do that, actually. I tell my wife and daughter, I'm resting my eyes. Meanwhile. I wake up an hour later. <laughs> Let me rest my. What's the problem with your eyes to begin with? Nothing. You need the rest of it. Yeah, that's Why don't problem. I rest my elbows? Yeah, you know? rest, rest, rest. And rest you know what's funny? I notice as I'm getting older, <laughs> I like my naps. I love them every day. Are you day. a nap guy? Yes. I've been napping every day, too. Every day. I'll tell you what time. Here's what I do I turn on the timer on the microwave oven for yeah. about a half hour. No longer. No longer. A half hour is optimal. It's ideal. I get on the couch, I'm out. Boom, like a light. Boom. Yeah, me too. And then the thing rings, and I'm like, oh, shit. Time now, I don't time myself. I just kind of go. Oh, I got to time it. I'll sleep right through. Oh, you will? Oh, yeah. They say oversleeping is not good. It's not good. Half hour, 40 minutes. That's it for an They hour. say you should not that's go it. into a deep sleep, because if you come in, when you, then when you wake up, you're, you're tired, more tired than when you went to sleep. Well, yeah, because if it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon, you had a two-hour nap, you're going to get up like, ah. But yeah. if you have a half-hour nap, you get up like a lightning Don't ball, you just man. love those 30-minute nap, power yeah, naps? And I, I dream. them. I dream. Yeah, I dream some sometimes. You dream depends. It depends. It depends what it is. It depends if I'm taking certain vitamins. Like I take this natural testosterone. Do you? Um, 
it will make it, it's just a release it's a testosterone it, it releases free testosterone it's not a, it's not testosterone you know what I'm willing to try but the thing is it'll grow hair on my back and I don't want hair on my back well I already have that you got that I, I, my, my wife shaves it for she, me she shave it off she'll help me with that yeah. I'm like my gilliga fucking gorilla Jesus yeah I got hair on my back hair I got the, everywhere but hair on my head you know what I got I found hair on the edges of my ears which was disgusting it's like what the fuck is going on that's part of aging though you find hair in yeah. places you never hair had hair grows at where it shouldn't be and, yeah. and, and where it should be growing it doesn't grow anymore. right it, it evacuates where you want it and moves to where you don't want yeah, it. Yeah, that's stupid. what it does. I have hair on my index finger. I don't know how that happened. I don't know. How about Ron Jeremy? How about him? Ron, Go back. I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> he was in the news. Oh, he's in trouble. What's he going was. on? He was in the news last week that what? he, uh, again, sexual harassment. And you know what's what the we guy just talking about? The guy is a porn star. How much sexual harassment? Yeah, uh, yeah. isn't that a little uh, redundant? Isn't that kind of calling is, the kettle black? Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. Black it's, kettle's lives matter. It's like the, the NASCAR driver was speeding down the boulevard. What the fuck? I mean, you know. He's a porn star. Yeah, what do you want him to do? What, what are you going to tell you? What do you What do you expect him to do? He, 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 you want a job? Well, audition. You know, <laughs> the audition is going to be a blowjob more than likely with Ron Jeremy. You're not auditioning to you know paint his house. He's he's a porn star. He, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he excels at porn. Right. What, what do you want him? To the do? audition is going to be a blowjob. That's the audition. You know what he is? He's the Bob Dylan of porn. You know what I mean by that? Dylan would not have made it today with that voice and i love bob dylan i love him he wouldn't have made it back then jeremy would not have made it today as a horn star it's a totally different thing no 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 well compared to what's out there now he's he's like small well he's not only small he's he's uh, he looks like the hedgehog they have steroids for the dick now no they 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 inject it with fucking steroids like animal cocks that's ridiculous man what are you gonna do with that no nobody wants what are you gonna do with that it's stupid Play a baseball game? Come on, this is no, ridiculous. Oh, by the way, I had a good job. Can I, can I segue into a job? It's just a random thought. You know, like coming out of those dreams, those naps. I had a dream about a dream job. Well, that comes <laughs> up. We should talk about jobs. <laughs> Want to talk about that yeah, a little yeah. bit, a tiny bit? Yeah. But mine is, I was just thinking about the statue. Can we talk about these statues for a second? And I'm having fun with it. It's a comedic Yeah. I, I want to find ways. I, I just had this random thought to booby trap the statue somehow. You know what I mean? But you, but you set the booby traps, the severity depends on who the statue is based on. You know? Like if it's a right. George Washington statue and they want to tear that down. Which they do, by the way. Violent. Yeah, exactly. So you yeah. create a violent booby trap. But yeah. if it's some guy, random guy from the Civil War, it's a painful yeah. booby trap. Yeah, yeah. But it's not going to slice you. No, it's not going to. It depends what you're doing. It's not going to, you know, end your life. But imagine that. Imagine that job. You just they set should. these traps. Well, yeah. yeah. I would do that. I don't know my age setting traps. I don't know. It's never. What, what did you, you can hoist me what up. Was your, what were some of the jobs you had? Some of the jobs. I was, uh, oh man. I, was I had se- some crazy fucking jobs. I was security guard at the Meadowlands. Uh, worked all the concerts, giant games, jet games. Uh, and I ran around like a lunatic chasing the illegal shirt vendors. That's what my job was. Because I really? was the fastest one out there. Yeah. So they'd say, get the Fazio. And I chase these bastards now. I catch them. Did you? Yeah. Remember the Meadowlands? Run it through oh, those. Yeah. Remember those parking lots? I do. I would sprint across them catching these guys every single event. And the worst fans in the world are the Philly fans or the Raider fans, third in place. You would risk your life. Jet fans. I did. I was in the middle of these brawls you can't imagine. And how much were you getting paid? Just curious. Bullshit. Fucking, uh, what was it? I could buy a cup of coffee and maybe a quarter tank of gas. But yet you put your life on the line. We did, yeah. Would you do it again? You know what? Maybe. It was just an experience, you know? I'd want to carry, though. You meet these chicks out there. You get these free T-shirts, you know? Yeah. You confiscate the booze, and then we'd have a party at the end of the night with the confiscated booze. So you booze. had fun. Yeah, had fun. It had, it had we its benefits. Yeah. Right, but I'd want to carry as well. I'd want to, if I was going to be an armed, if I was going to be an armed guard, I'd want to carry, of course. If of I course. was going to be a guard at all, I was a security guard. Where? Roosevelt Field Mall in Long Island. 
Did you have the little uh, Segway, or there's no Segway? No, we uh, we drove little, uh, they were like little SUVs. I forget what the one I had was. And we'd go around the parking lot. If anybody lost their keys in the car, you know, that locked them in. Oh, we'd you have, did the have fun? We'd, we'd have up? to jimmy them out, and then we would stay in, we'd have to stay overnight sometimes. And how old were you for that job? Uh, I was young. I was Teenager? actually just started at yeah, 20. So you met the girls. Huh? That's how you met the chicks. Didn't meet nobody. It was, it was a didn't meet anybody. Nobody wanted to be with the security guard. Oh, they wanted to be with us in the Meadowlands. Not, not oh, in the see, mall. Stupid little uniforms. It was like a yellow I uh, caught a lot of polo. people having sex, though, in, in the in the, in the mall. Well, that's what they did in the parking lot. No, in, in the mall. In the mall itself? Yeah, like they would, go, they would go to these little uh, air-conditioned like vestibules, mm-hmm. and they would have sex in the vestibule. In the vestibule. Yeah. Because there's no better choice than the vestibule. But I was an entrepreneur when I was growing up. I had my own. Bu- I always wanted to be my. I always always wanted my own business. I had. I had a, go- a car detailing business. Yeah. So you had like that drive though to do it, right? Uh, always. See, I didn't have that drive. I, I didn't want to do it. I was a car detail. I had a. Um, when I was young, I had a uh, bicycle, little bicycle. People bring their bicycles to my garage, and I fix their bikes. And just on the side, like a yeah. little extra money. I on make the side. extra money. I had. Um, I had a hot dog wagon when I was eighteen. I was killing it with that though. Oh I, man. I was so cool. you were young. You were making money young. I was always a hustler. I was always making money. See, when I was fourteen uh, years old, I was washing dishes for a buck an hour. At Godfather's Pizza in Inverness, Florida. That's amazing. You ever have a paper route? Didn't have the paper route. No, I was into like just making my own business. I was just always on. I had business cards when I was 16 years old. I said Michael Parisi, entrepreneur. At 16 years old. Yeah. You know what my problem was? I'm going to tell you right now. My old man, he made some money. He was a lawyer. You know, what kind well, of lawyer was he? He was a criminal lawyer, defense lawyer, and he was a damn good one. And he was able to retire early. His other stories That's behind great. that, and I'll get to that. But he, for some reason, he put this ethic in our head. Don't work for anybody. And that's exactly right. how he spoke. Yeah. And he would say that to the three sons. You know, it was three of us. And he would go, don't work for anybody. Fuck them. And yeah. he would encourage us not to work. Yeah, I've always been that kind of guy. Really? I never worked. I never liked working for anybody. I mean, I've had jobs. No, but, but I mean in general, not even for yourself. He said, don't do shit. Oh, Basically, just, just sit around and watch oh, movies well. and go to the beach and, you know. That sounds good. How do you do that? <laughs> Where do you sign up for that one? I'd love to be able to do Who that. Who cuts like, the check? I can't. I can't do it now. Like who would cut the check for that? You like, get on you know? the dole. He goes, you get on the dole. Or he find ways to make the money, you know? Yeah, well, you hustle. You got to hustle. Well, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's a totally different saga. But now, one day I'll tell you about that. Now hustling now. People hustle now. It's like, uh, you know, the, the, there's still ways you can make money. Yeah, but look at the cost of living now compared to the uh, wages. It, it really is a little unbalanced if you think about it. A little bit. You know? I, I think that, I think that um, nowadays... You have a lot of the new generation is lazy. They're very lazy bastards, and if you're lazy, you don't deserve to have anything. And they don't want. They feel entitled. Well, that's that generation. You know, everything is owed to them. You know, they hate the baby boomer types. They hate the generation X. They always say that we're fucked up. We're wrong. Let me tell you something. We invented our generation, not their generation. They weren't born yet. We invented half the shit that they're using nowadays. Of course. The iPhones and the computers and the Xboxes and all this shit they're fucking playing with and wasting their lives with. Yeah. We invented it. We <clears throat> built them. We made them. They didn't make them. They didn't do shit. No, but there's one difference you're forgetting. They ne- Remember we talked about it last week or yeah. the week before? They never got a fucking slap in the face. And I'm telling you that had a lot to I do with I believe it has a lot. Nobody feared. Remember years ago? Consequences. Oh, I'm going to tell your mother. Oh, please don't tell oh, my mother. Oh, no. You yeah. feared the mother. You feared him. And if she said the old man was coming in, he didn't care. I mean, he never hit us. But but the women did in the family. Yeah. And you feared that. You ran like hell. Remember when George Collins said, he goes, I'm in trouble. Trouble. Yeah. You're in trouble. Trouble, yeah. Now, you said you're in trouble. Like, oh, my God. Oh, trouble you know? was bad. Trouble He's going to call bad. his mother. You're in trouble. Yeah. And how about this? When you found out you were in trouble, you stay out. You didn't come home. I no. would stay out. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going home. I'm and in trouble. And then when you got man. home, you got in more trouble. And then I got my ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> and I deserved it. I deserved it. My yeah. father would never hit us. My mother would do most of the hit. My father never hit us. He never did. He hit me once, but I was a little scumbag in eighth grade. I was just this nasty little bastard. And he hit me once, one time, one slap. 
One slap. Now, your son doesn't seem like he takes after you that way. What? In what way? Well, you said you were nasty. He's he, no, he's a sweetheart of a kid, but he's funny, man, because he's got that Jersey, New York edge. He's got it. Does he have it? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Oh, yeah? I, like, I was yelling at him one day. I was, like, out of my mind. And he goes, go ahead. I'm standing here. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and he's not. I was laughing my ass off. He was, like, seven years old. I love it. He went up against you. Oh, he did. He's wow. a cute And what do you do in a circumstance like that? Do you teach a lesson? Or you what laugh? do I do? I laugh my ass off. <laughs> and Sean just like, you see? You see what you're doing? You're letting him get away with it. You're laughing. That's why like, he's like great. that. She's That's great. Right. She's the disciplinarian, I would say. I'm just a clown with him. He's like a little brother. He busts my balls. It's amazing to have that, though. Yeah. It really well, is. Well, he looks just like you. He, like, you know, when I saw a picture of you when you were young, and you, you put what, you, you oh, know, yeah. Chucky right next to you. He looks, ex- I mean, exactly. Isn't that amazing? If yeah. they, you guys get on my Facebook and uh, Instagram, you can see all those pictures, by the way. I would love for you to do that. It's, there's so many pictures. Oh, but, but the generations thing, one last thing about that. There's four generations right at this moment, I think. What do you mean? In America. Oh, they're alive they today? Alive, living generation. So we got the, uh, the greatest generation, which the is World, World War, War II, II boys, which I believe they are the greatest. Yeah. These guys sacrificed everything. They're almost all dead. I met, a guy, the, I met a guy the other day around here. He was wearing a World War II hat. Talk to those guys. And I went over to him and I talked to him. I said, because my, my father was a World War II veteran, Purple Heart. I'm that. glad you did that. And I went over to him. I'm like, I want to tell you something. You know, uh, you're a, you know, he was 96 years old. And I bet he was sharp as a tack. Sharp. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, uh, I said, thank you so much for what you did. He goes, you know what? You don't got to thank me. He goes, you do what you got to do for who you what That's you what love. they all said. You had to do it and you did it. You did it. That's there was right. no thanking. No, there's no fucking. And I think, it's, and I think you should thank them. But of I mean, course you should. I it's, it's amazing how humble they are. That they don't say, you know, thank you. They don't go, oh, you're welcome. They go, you know what? You did what you did because, you know, you yeah. believed in America so much. I mean, this country is, is, the, is the most amazing place to be if you, if, you, if you pay attention and follow the rules and do what you're supposed to do. We right. live in a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place. Those guys made. And they, it should and they, be protected. And, you know, it's a cliche, but they did make the world safe for democracy. Those World War II guys. hundred percent. They did that. But, yeah. then, you know, and then again, come the boomers. And then they were money-driven. That was a money-driven yeah. generation. Yeah. Like Gordon Gecko, the greed is good crap. But then you had us, Generation X. Right. You know? And I don't know what we, we were. We were the comeback generation. We did. We, we kind of tried. And then you got these current millennials, which I'll say, I got a lot of good millennial friends. Yeah, my, I do. my daughter's a millennial, and I'll tell you what, right. she's amazing. No, they're amazing, and there are good ones. But as a generation in a whole, I don't know. I, I, I really don't. I don't know. I'm not uh, fucking, let's put it this way. I'm not know. impressed. I'm not impressed. I'm not going to say they're horrible people. <laughs> no, they're not horrible. Uh, I mean, that would be the wrong thing to say. But they're different. They're very, they're very, very different, you know? Yeah. You know, they're very different. Uh, yeah, and that's what I'll say about that for now. You know, I think that uh, this bourbon is good. I'm thinking this vodka cranberry is good. I just had the... Um, well, I got the hot pasta. Fizzle. What do you got? What kind of bourbon is this? This is thing? the Buffalo Trace that you bought over two weeks ago. Oh, that's a good one. I finally opened it tonight. That is a good one. I, uh, I'm going bourbon shopping tomorrow. What are you going to get? Well, you never know when you get there. <laughs> you know, you just never know. I mean, I mean, it could be... It depends on what they have. I always... What I do is, and this is a little trick for you people who are shopping for bourbon, never just go off the shelf. When you walk into a liquor store of any any kind, I go to the ABC. ABC out here in Florida is pretty well known. It's a known. good store. It's, it's a great. really good store. I always say, what do you have that came in allocated? What does that mean? What's behind the counter? They, they, there's certain bottles they won't put on the shelf. Oh, so that's the secret stash yes. they got back there. So that's where you get your Blantons mm-hmm. and your Eagle Rares, and that's where you get your Buffalo Trace, and that's where you'll get your... You know, your Pappy Van Winkle, if you can have a, if I could find a bottle of Pappy, I'd drop, I'd drop a grand on it tomorrow. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's a thousand bucks a bottle? For the, for the one I want. So that's like the Louis the, uh, Louis the 13th cognac. Remember that one? The crystal bottle? Um, I had a bottle of Louis. So did I. I'll tell you a cool story. So did I. Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah, tell me. I was uh, in Vegas. Um, I was 
opening for Dice in 1990. Okay, you're going back 30 years anniversary now. And, yep, that one, and yep. we, were, we were performing at the uh, Bally's, uh, Bally's Hotel. Mm -hmm. But Dice would gamble over at Caesar's Palace. And I was with him at the table. He won $720,000. What game? He's a bl he only plays blackjack. Blackjack? Yeah. He won 720000 He was He was a big... He what was he putting down? 10000 10, a hand. 10000 yeah, a hand. He would take the whole table. Nobody can come next to the table. They would rope it off. It was crazy. Just him? Yeah, only him. And uh, I remember he cashed out at like 820000 Unbelievable. We, wow. We go to the Mirage, right? He pays off a $420,000 uh, marker he had that he had. So he made, he profited like 400000 Bought a brand new Rolls Royce that day. Cash. But anyway... Uh, so we were in Bally's, and this guy Bill comes over. He was the uh, he was like a big, you know, honcho with Caesars, and he says, "We want to throw you a party tonight, to Dice, and invite whoever you want." I mean, and, and back then, this is when Dice was like, you know, you remember Dice top Mania. of the world. Dice Mania was insane. Oh, yeah, was so insane. everybody was there. We well, we we didn't pay for anything. I was Vegas. filling up arenas. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. I so there. yeah, he so they invited us to Caesars Palace, and they threw a party at the Bacchanal Room. In, in Caesars, which is like was like back in those days, it was like the most luxurious restaurant. You'd have girls that would massage your uh, back at the table while they, you were having your while dinner? you were dead eating. They would feed you <laughs> grapes, you know. Now that's like Roman Emperor Nero. Oh, right? it's, it's how it is, Bacchanal. That's, that's it. So they had the uh, they had this bottle of um, Louis there, you know, oh, and, and you know we just polished off two bottles of Louis. Then the guy says, "Order whatever kind of wine you want." Dice orders a bottle of wine, four thousand dollar bottle. They brought it to the table. Then they gave us all sweets, everybody. They gave me my own sweet. They gave everybody sweets in Caesars. And Dice's suite, which was amazing, mm -hmm. had um, a spiral staircase that went up to the second floor in his suite. And then he had his own pool off the bedroom in his suite. That's the good life. I'll tell you what, man. Those were the days in Vegas. They would give us a Mont Blanc pen. Mm -hmm. And when we pulled into Vegas, and they say, whatever you guys want, this is the pen you sign with. And we would sign for everything. So it is not a thing you guys needed to do. We didn't have to pay. So me, being a broke comic, opening for Dice back in the day, I mean, going to Vegas and spending, you know, I would buy, They would, I ate the best, I, I had the best. Now, so, could they do that today? You think that would happen today? No, they don't do that in Vegas anymore. It's done. No, 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 no. Now, nowadays, now why is that? Because the tourists boom in that town? Well, because no, it's because like nowadays a theme park? it's a different kind of, it's a business. It's not owned by, the, it's not run really that much by the mob and stuff. It's a business. So now you want to do a show in Vegas. You see all these big headliners in Vegas? They're paying for their own rooms. They're doing everything. Really? Oh, yeah, doing yeah, a lot, yeah, 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 everything. Jesus, they so keep so all the, They keep all the money. The hotel's not giving you the guarantee anymore. No, but you know what's happening wheels like you know the millennial uh, generation they're, they're so into that town the money's just flowing in constantly yeah. there's so much business out well, there well I had a show at the Rio you know? I had my show at the Rio um, was uh, Brett Feinstein was the uh, was the producer of the show mm -hmm. so Brett uh, produced my show and I was there for a year I had my own room called the King's Room and it was named because of my business Cannoli Kings nice and they even had to drink the Cannoli Kings drink <laughs> which was like a which was like a hazelnut liqueur with a cream. Yeah. So anyway, you lived it up a little. Oh, I got I a lot really of stories well. you got to oh, tell yeah. me. So, man. so I had my own day. I had my own residence at the Rio Hotel, and I had billboards all over town in, in Vegas. I had everywhere you looked. I had there's another Rio, another wheels unbloated. So you were on a giant billboard all over Vegas. Now let me ask you something. What was that like? Let's just let's just stop there for a second. You driving down the Vegas Boulevard, right? Yeah. You see a big billboard with your face on it. All over the place. What's that like? It was the most amazing feeling in the world. Is it really? It makes you take little money. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. You, just you don't it, get yeah. paid as much. Isn't that something? But you're all over town. That's but, like the ultimate compliment. You know? But I didn't care about, you know, I made money. I was doing pretty well. I made really good money there. I was making mm -hmm. good money every week. 
but I didn't uh, didn't care as much because I was branding myself in Vegas. I had billboards all over town. I had I was on every show. I was on. Um, you go down the 15 freeway, you see my billboard. You know, Michael Wheels Parisi Wheels Live. I'm bloated at the Rio Hotel. Major billboards. You know, and um, I say I had about 17 throughout Vegas. See, now that's insane. That's a and lot. I was on I was on 55 digital billboards. You know the digital ones? Yeah, they keep every, coming up. Every, yeah, every yeah, three that minutes. came in uh, about 20 years it's ago. It's every eight seconds. So I had I was on all them. And uh, so I branded myself. So, you know, I would say it was good for that. So that was at the very end of that era, right? You know, until yeah. Well, Vegas. it was uh, 2013, 14. Is it? Is that recent? Yeah. Is that recent? Yeah. That's interesting. Imagine being the Sinatra days. I always think of that Rat Pack out there, living it up, owning that town. Well, and that, and that's how I felt back then. It was. It felt like being in those days. You know, um, it's like it's, a modern it's, day Rat Pack. It's funny. I just got a text. Oh yeah, Michael Newt Gingrich here. President Trump leads America while Biden moves further left. Big choice ahead. Trump needs your vote. But official records say you're not registered. Click here. Register now. Is that from uh, is that from? Uh, it's Newt Gingrich. Russia. Can you believe this motherfucker <laughs> just texted me? Newt sent you a text. How do you get my number? Well, Newt, well, he's listening to the podcast. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Newt Gingrich. Who the fuck just you know texted me out of everybody who feels my vote is important? You know what I want to do? I want to drive him crazy. Let's tell him. Here, here you got to do this. Text him back. We want to re- We want to redo Mount Rushmore. You know what the faces we should put on Mount yeah. Rushmore? The liberals are going to love yeah. this. So you put on Mount Rushmore, you, you demolish what they have, right? Because this is what the left wants. You put up Pelosi carved into the stone, okay? You put in Colbert, you know? Yeah. Uh, who else? Who else? Soros. And you put in that, that slob joy bear. How's that? I can't and, stand it. And that. you put the four of them up. Yeah. I just texted him back, K. Just the word, just the letter K? K. <laughs> so... You know, here, I'll just show you real quick. Let me see. The There's text. a picture of my billboard. One of the billboards. Oh, you got the billboard. Let me see this. Now, guys, I'm looking at this now. Hang on. I got Oh, wow. See, that's that's huge, man. Let's see what. OK, so it's wheels there. He's got his hands out with a puzzled look. And his quote is, I'm bloated. Wheels live nightly. Now, that, that's big time. That's a big ass billboard. That was one of them. I had a bunch of them. I just I just you could type in Michael Wheels Parisi billboard. And you'll see all the billboards I had. That is something. I don't lie. I don't lie, Charlie. You don't lie to me? Not when it comes you to me. You better be friggin' honest I with tell me, you what's man. up, man. Don't, don't give me shit. Around. Don't shit. You'll be shit. I had a Remember that? <laughs> don't be fucking shit. Remember when they used to say that? Don't, don't jive be, me. Don't, don't, don't pull you, my leg. Don't you pull my leg. Don't you jive me. Are you pulling my leg? I don't need some jive ass. Am I yeah. right? But that's amazing. What yeah. a billboard. There's another one there. Let me see it. There's another one. That's just a different color at King's Room. See, this is good stuff. This gives me. I want to just prove to you, like, I don't just come up with stories. This is so funny, man. Hold on a minute. And you lived right around there? You must have, huh? huh? Yeah, it was all over. I lived in Henderson. Look at that. What was your favorite restaurant out there? The favorite Depending one? on what you wanted to eat. Well, say you wanted like a steak, for instance. Oh, the best steak in Vegas would be, uh, well, Mario Batali had a restaurant in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it was probably one of the best ones. Now, Carna- were you friends with him? Uh, I knew Mario, okay. yeah. And uh, so that was, uh, you know, Carnavino was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Italian restaurant, all, all of Mario's restaurants. Another guy that got fucked up with the Me Too movement. Jesus Christ. They ruined his whole career. Where do you see him anymore? Done. Well, you know, but, but is it, why is it so simple right, granted, to destroy granted, these guys? Granted, he was though. taking the tips from the waiters and waitresses. That was a bad thing. Okay, that's a horrible thing. Like, a lot of restaurant owners did that that I knew, yeah, too. They took that. a cut or whatever. But why, but why destroy these people over something? Like, you know, it's yeah, just, I mean, and he had, a, he had no the greatest, greatest restaurants in Vegas. Um, what else? I would say any of his restaurants. Wolfgang had a... Uh, uh, El Postro was great. Spago was great. I mean, Rayo's... The Rayos in Vegas sucks. Remember, you know Rayos in New York? Why do you spell Rayos? R A O. 
That's it? R.A.O. was like, it's a famous restaurant in Harlem. Actually, never heard of that. Never heard of that oh, one. Oh, it's a famous. Come on, they make Rayo's sauce. Rayo's. You, buy, you can buy Rayo's sauce in the grocery store. You know what? I never made it up there. It's the best fucking Italian restaurant. You can't even get in. You got to have like a, you have to have, they, they, they refuse people. You can't, you have to own a table at Rayo's. So give me an example of an entree. What, it's got to be $100 an entree. No, you don't buy an entree. You sit there and you, whatever they give you is what you eat that night. Oh, so it's like a family thing. There's you only 10 tables. That's it. It's been there over 100 years. Only 10 tables is in Harlem on 120, I think 125th Street. Um, every, you, know, you know, people know who Rayo's is. I'm surprised you don't know Rayo's. No, I don't. And, and I'd like to see it next time we go up there. So you go. can't get in. Like, say, let's say you went to Rayo's tonight in New York. Mm-hmm. Let's say there was no pandemic. You just wanted to go to Rayo's to eat. Right. Can't do it. You just can't do you it. You can't. You're not allowed. You can't. So it's like by invite only. You kinda. have to know. You have, not even that. You have to know somebody who owns a table there that's willing to give up their week. To let you go. That's incredible. That's the only way you can get in. Now, that's success in a restaurant business. Oh, yeah. Now, you go to the stores. Like, you go to, like, Publix or anything. You'll see the Rayo's sauces. Mm -hmm. Rayo's has a bottled sauce. Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding you. The best. Now, can we order? Because people are doing that now. They're ordering from across the country, and these things are getting shipped across. You can go to Publix and get Rayo's. You can do that. Yeah, and get their sauce. All right. And I'm not kidding you. It's a wonderful I'm not. You know, I'm not a big, I'm not a big avid, you know, I, I don't really uh, push bottled sauce. I'm not into it, you know. But this one cuts but, the but mustard oil. You go to Rayo's and you get their marinara sauce or your arrabbiato, whatever sauce you get at Rayo's. I think I might have one here. Where is it? If you yeah, got see, one. Rayo's. Oh, let me see the label. Yeah, on, you got it. It's right here. Okay, it's right on the shelf. That's funny. It's right over your shoulder. I didn't even notice it. I have two of them. I got the four cheese. I got the four. And this is Rayo's vodka. Okay, so it's a pretty big bottle. Okay. It's yeah. It's a pretty big jar. Vodka sauce. Okay, here you go. So that's their vodka. It's an amazing. If, if I opened that sauce and made it over pasta right now, you ate it, you would say this is probably some of the best sauce you ever had. And you, if you didn't know it was in the, in the 120 jar. 120 years in the making, it says on the label. What and then no joke. It's not just some bullshit sauce. It's the real deal. Rayo's sauce is the best bottled sauce you can possibly buy if you're going to buy bottled sauce. No right. better. You sold me. I'm sold. It's, more, it's not cheap. And the reason why I listen to Wheels' uh, advice on food is because he's an amazing chef. Well, well I make everything myself. I make everything myself. Well, what did you make me? You made me something the other day. What, what, chicken soup? I made a I made a chicken soup with something. What did I do with it? You did okay. So he ta- I come over here. We're just going over some notes and stuff and doing tech work, you know, because he's a tech genius. So uh, he's making the soup. He throws the entire chicken into a pot of boiling water, right? Filtered water, by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah, filtered and water. W- and the stock is created by what? I it's create still- by the mirepoix. What you get? Your carrots, onion, celery, always. And the fat of the chicken. The fat of the chicken the will make the stock with that mirepoix. A little salt and pepper. That's going to make your chicken stock. Because the marrow from the chicken and the fat from the chicken, all that stuff, if you let it cook enough, is going to, is going to come through and make the, the stock. And then you can drain that stock, mm-hmm. take the chicken out, pull it, use it for later, take the stock and put it in, in a bottle and use it for something else later. Yeah, exactly. Now, let's bust. Talking about the myth busters, let's bust the myth. I always thought you had to do this, these chicken soups and these gravies and sauces all day long. Wheels, what's the correct answer? How long? To, to make simmer. a stock? Yeah, to simmer these things. Okay, so when you're making like a sauce, like a tomato sauce, like a gravy. A what? Excuse me? A gravy? Uh, like a gravy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can make a marinara sauce, <laughs> right? Which right, is canned tomatoes. People think they have to make it cook for like nine hours. That's what I was told. Hour and a half. That's it? That's it. Twenty. A marinara sauce, 20 minutes, you're ready to put it over your pasta. Okay, then I have a theory. Let me ask you this. Is the reason they did it nine hours because they wanted the house to smell like that all day? Maybe. No, the reason they did it back in the day for nine hours is because they were using... They were using jarred tomatoes they made on their own from the garden. So they had a stew. So it had to be, they had to cook them down. Okay. When you buy a great canned tomato like a San Marzano, like a Cento, you're already getting it done. Well, let me ask you something. What's a stewed tomato? 
A stewed, stewed, a stewed yeah. tomato is just tomato, and they use spices in it. Is that what it is? A stewed tomato? A stewed tomato, yeah. Okay, because the reason I ask you that is because I got to do a nah thing on every episode. She goes, she used to go, I'm ha- we're having stewed tomatoes, and she'd bark yes. that at you. I was like, what the hell is a stewed tomato? It's a stewed tomato is usually the Roma tomato, and they just kind of just... With the skin. With the skin, and they just cook it down. Now, the Roma meaning that little oval thing? It's like the oval, oval. One. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The oval. And yeah. it had more flavor, right? More flavor. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't. Yeah, and there's a certain way I like my tomatoes, like Jersey tomatoes, best best tomatoes in the world. Would you agree? I would say Jersey. New Jersey has some of the most amazing tomatoes. Okay, so those big beefsteak tomatoes. You know the, the best, way I like them. The best. I like them thin sliced. Yeah. I can't do the wedges. It's a different uh-huh. flavor to me. For some reason, it's a different flavor. Right. Why is that? Tell it's me why. It, it, you know, it's not really a different flavor. You think it's a different flavor. Psychological. Because it's all what you remember growing up. I guess you, so. And you revert back to that time. Uh, maybe, maybe in the burgers you had as a kid, but it was a big slice. Big slice of yeah. tomato. But you like it thin. I like a thin slice. I, I like it I like the thick the thick slice. Do you really? Like with a, with a, a Peter Luger steak, Steakhouse, they give you this thick tomatoes. How thick? Steak. Like a half inch or more? I would say like a quarter inch thick, half inch thick. And then you, and you put the Peter Luger steak sauce over that with a little raw onion. It's oh, got to be amazing. Man, it's, I mean, it's you know, I got a and recipe. they use the Jersey tomato. I got a recipe for you. I've been doing this once a week. Uh, Angus burger. Okay. Right. Okay. But you take an egg. You take you fry the egg. You know, you make sure the yolk is uh, a little watery, whatever. And you put that egg on top of that burger. You put the bun on. You bite into it, and the yolk explodes all over the burger. Correct. But you better have some paper towels there. Yeah. But it's good. I do it. Oh, it's good. It's a high-protein lunch. I used to do that. Well, Fat Burger started that. That's right. That's yeah. Fat Burger, yeah. Fat Burger, yeah. That's right. They started that. One thing, like, you know how you're yeah. really good at movies? Yeah. You can't stump me when it comes to food. I challenge anybody out there listening to the show, write me, email me, oh, text man, me. Oh, man, about any kind of food? Anything oh, yeah. you want to know about, I will always, it's what I do. It's okay, I got, I got one for you. I'll give you one right now. Seafood, they used to say seafood Sicilian or seafood Sicilian. What's right. in it? I have no idea. No. You don't? Se- no, Sicilian. <laughs> <laughs> no, so seafood Sicilian, that could be right, a, 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 a derivative of anything. But the true, t- true Sicilian seafood dish is actually sardines with pasta. It's called pasta cansada. Okay. And they, they take the sardines and they, they, they mm-hmm. put it in a red sauce with some hot pepper and then breadcrumbs and Parmesan cheese, and they toss it in a pasta, and it's called pasta cansada. That's a Sicilian seafood pasta. Then let's make that one night. Oh, I'll blow your mind with that. No, let's do that one yeah, night. Yeah. Pasta cansada. And by the way, very good for you. With garlic. Yeah, it's Mediterranean. You know, people, it's all Mediterranean. Like you had mentioned it earlier. I did. You have to have a little bit of pasta. Well, it's right in my bowl right now, and I'm about to take another thing because here's why. Why do we have to have pasta? You can. Well, it gives that. you energy, right? Well, it does. I mean, if you're active, here's the thing about carbs. This is whole this whole myth. You can't yeah, explain touch. That. Oh, forget the carbs. Forget the carbs. Yeah, forget the carbs. If you don't do ugats, if you sit around doing nothing, then you probably shouldn't be loading. You shouldn't up be on loading carbs. up on fucking yeah. But, and you know why? Because you got to consider the carbs, the gasoline. It's the gasoline in the tank. Now, if you right. don't use the car, if you don't run the car and race the car, right. you're not using the gas, correct? Right. True. So I'm eating correct. the pasta right now because i've been hitting it like a beast yeah i have to have, well now on. you're back now you're back teaching heavy well i'm back teaching heavy but i also do it on my own so i mean i have to have that fuel so a little pasta is not going to kill you and i'm about to take a bite wheels now let me ask right you this now. after you take the bite when you're doing pasta mm. okay um how mm. is that by the way delicious now that's, that's my pasta visual i make it with sausage and pancetta and yeah, I made it I with orchette. Most of the time, I would put dittolini pasta in there, the little tubatinis, you know? Yeah. But this time, I did it with that. Well, the orchette is a little ears. That's the orchette is little ears. Little baby ears. So yeah. what's the question? You got a question? Uh, so when, you're doing, when you work out, yeah, is yeah. It be- is they say if you're going to have carbs when you're working out, you should have carbs 
at, like 30 minutes after you work out, like between w- w- between zero and 30 minutes after you work out because your body's still burning. Is There's a fuel, yeah, that, that's part of it. There's a fuel in the liver. It's stored in the liver. It's called glycogen, okay? Okay. So by the time you get done with a heavy workout or a hard cardio workout or whatever it is, that is depleted. That's the gasoline in the tank as the glycogen. So there's got to be a way for you to replace that. So, yeah, within a half hour, protein and carbs back into the body is optimal for recovery and the next workout. How did that sound? That sounded like that a professional sounded really good. friggin' You answer. sounded like you knew what you were talking Holy about. Holy shit, I finally... For a guy who don't know Rayos. <laughs> a guy who don't know Rayos. Fucking, I can't But I know Pasta Vizul, and I mean it right now. All right, so now, what right about now. complex carbohydrates? Brown carbs versus white carbs? They're okay. You know what I've been avoiding? I'm going to tell you, as I get older, and maybe you can agree with me on this, as the older I get, the less my body will accept... Not that brown carbs don't matter. No, 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 they do. They yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. You know, I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> you know, it's so beaten into our heads right, right. now. Oh, by the way, real quick little aside. Get back to that in a second. Matter of fact, the, fuck white carbs. What do you no, think? No, no, they've outlawed whitening toothpaste. Did you hear about this? Have they really? They've outlawed the word whitening toothpaste. So what the fuck are you supposed to say? Uh, uh, what are you supposed to say? Come up with a word. Gleeful? Yeah, gleeful. Toothpaste? Gleam. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Gleam is going to make a comeback. Gleam. Remember Gleam? Gleam was a big one. Yeah. Okay, so back to that. What was right. the question again? Carbs. The white, <laughs> okay. uh, white carbs versus uh, brown I carbs. can't do white carbs anymore. I can't do them. You can't. The body won't accept them. It, wow. it, it bloats me. You use that word so bloating. Bloating. It so what, do you call, what are you calling a white carb? White rice? Yeah, it's just, it's too much starch. It's a lot of white sugar. It's uh, white rice, white bread. So uh, white bread. White potatoes. White bread even? can't jump. White bread can't jump. So you won't have Wonder and Bread. And they can't. Right? No, they can't. No, I won't have Wonder Bread. No, I have. I won't. You no, know, Wonder no, Bread. Not is, at all. Did you know Wonder Bread is not real bread for the people out there listening? What is Wonder it? Bread? Is not real bread. It's dough. It's, it's not a, even real dough. That's what I'm dough. trying to say. It's, it's liquid. It's liquid. It's a liquid bread. What it is? It's a liquid matter that they pump into a. Um, do you know it's cooked right in a bag? Did not know that. Well, it's, it's it years ago it was. Now it's now they they Did make. You just it, say it's liquid matter. It's liquid matter. <laughs> That will form into a bread formation, and so it's not a it's not a recognizable and matter. They cut it's it, no, it's just a liquid. <laughs> who the fuck knows? It's a, that's why they call it Wonder Bread. Everybody's wondering what the hell it is. Wonder what the, that's good. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. That's good. Yeah. They have bimbo bread. Remember bimbo? I do remember bimbo, but you can't say that now. That's politically no, incorrect against the women. That's against the women. Watch your mouth. Now you have to say you know stupid asshole bread. Yeah, exactly. Oh, how about how about uh, how about uh, what the old man used to say? Nature's own. Nature's own. No, you can't say that anymore either. Hold on. You can't say anything. What, what else can you say? He used to. Say, what the hell did he say? Putans. He used to call them putans. She's a putan. Oh, yeah, real putana. She's a putana. Freaking putana. Mana grazia. Uh, Disgraziada putana. Disgraziada putana. Miserable. Oh, I like the one. Miserable. My old man used to say that. He used to yell at the news. He used to yell at the Democratic uh, politicians. He's a miserable. And that's what he was saying. Leave it at that. Miserable. What would your father think about nowadays? <laughs> My old man. My old man, uh, <laughs> he died two years ago. He right. was a piece of work. He, w- he would scream and yell at the TV. So he died when Trump was still in office. Uh, he saw Trump become president, which is great. I'm happy Did he like that? Oh, he loved it. Okay. Oh, he absolutely loved it. But, uh, but he hated the fact that the... Uh, it's a quick, funny story about him. Back in the 60s, Kennedy gets shot. Now, he was a law student at the time. You know, and he's, I think he was living with his parents. I'm not sure. He was living in the unit, probably in the apartment building with them. So he goes to their uh, apartment to say hello. But they're Democrats. Right. And he walks in, they're crying. And this is a true story. And, and they're crying. And he goes, what are you crying about? And they go, Kennedy's just been killed. And he goes, and I quote, he, he goes, what are you crying about that fucking bum for? <laughs> and I think my grandfather threw a hammer at him across the room. That's funny. Yeah, that's a true story. Your father was a piece of work. It was a piece of work. Where did he live? Where was the last place? He did live in Florida. He uh, his last place was a place called Point Pleasant in oh, he did Jersey on the Jersey Shore. I performed there all the time. Did you really? Yeah. Jenkinsons. 
Drinking Things on the Pier. There, there you go. The, the yeah. boardwalk. That's yeah. the most famous club in Point Pleasant. Yeah, I used to perform at Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club in, in, uh, right down the block from Jenkinson's. I do remember. And you know what? Jenkinson's, I used to play video games as a kid there. Did you? All it was was an arcade. Now, I heard it's all, all clo- it that's all closed now. No, no, no. I think they're opening up, but it's, but it's limited. It's really limited, and, uh, and it's a bonanza. It's like a boom town. Is it really? Just like Hoboken. Every place I've ever lived. I live there. It's a shithole. You leave, you know, and it becomes a boom town. What do you think of this, Charlie? Let's hear it. Hold on. Let me see if I can get to this. Uh, boom nah, town. can't do it. That's uh, where I find it. I'll be patient. I'll, I'll keep them entertained. I've lived in a lot of places, Hoboken. Do you hold, do you, what do you think about this whole thing here? Hold on. Which one? You got off the tape? You got a recording? You ain't going to believe this. But you used to fit right here. Rocky Balboa. To to your mother, Talking to his this son. This kid's going to be the best kid in the world. This kid's going to be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching. Every day was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. I get goosebumps. You let people stick a finger in yeah, your me face too. and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. That's right. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. That's right. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. That's right. And keep moving forward. forward. But you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits. That's right. And not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm getting the fucking goosebumps. You know what? So am I. I swear to God. Now, let me, let me, I'm going to say, I got to call him out. You mentioned his name earlier. Oh, man, that really gave me the fucking It gives me Eddie Kafalis, who he and I love the same (sighs) type of stuff. Ed, this is for you. You know that speech. That speech. Let me tell you something about that speech. Every one of these jerk-offs running around causing chaos or right. listen to that fucking speech I right agree. now. And you, should, you know what? Yes. You should go home right now and play that for your kids. Yes. Your son or your daughter, play that speech from Rocky Balboa yeah, yeah, exactly. and let them know what it's about. That right there is telling you, go and get what you want. Do what you got to do. Just put value on yourself. If you don't have value, then nobody is going to value you. Yeah. Yeah, and move forward, assholes. Move Forget forward. the past. The past Get rid is of the gone. Past. Remember the past, That's right. but don't go back and you can't blame drive anybody. A car. You can't drive a car looking in the rearview mirror. You know what I mean? God, I'm so sick of it. Yeah, listen to that speech. That's a motivational. And you know what? It was basically Rocky Six. Great speech. Yeah. Now, now he changed it to Balboa. It's Rocky Balboa. But why do you think he didn't call it Rocky? Because I think by the time they got to that movie, it had been so long since five that he just wanted to start fresh. I, I think that's what it is. And I, I think the movie was very good. I'm going to give you another, I'm going to give you another, I think the people are enjoying the movie stuff we're doing. I think they do. All right, here's a speech, one of the great, and I'm, gonna, I'm playing his speech, people, and the reason why do. I'm doing these motivational speeches, okay, is because I'm 55 years old, and I want to tell you, it doesn't matter how Salute. old you are, you don't fucking give up and sit on the couch and Never not give go up. there, and you're still in your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, if you're still alive, and you're still breathing every day, you get up and fucking accomplish something. Your days of accomplishing shit is not over until you're fucking dead. Yep, get off your ass. And, and, and if, you, if, you, if you don't do anything about it, you're going to die quicker. Keep yourself busy. Here's a speech. 
one of the best ones. I'm telling you, Charlie. I don't know if you know this movie. Here we go. I don't want to. I want to play this speech. This is. This is. I, I gotta wait because you know because that's gotta, all right. That's all right. I'm I'm loving this. This oh, is uh, testing me. Any given Sunday. Yep. Now listen to this. We heal as a team. We're going to crumble. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. And we are. Believe me. It is hell. This is it. We're in hell. We can stay here, get the shit kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back into the light we can climb out of hell one inch at a time now i can't do it for you i'm too old i look around i see these young faces and i think i mean i made every wrong choice a middle-aged man can make listen to plays for your kids I pissed away all my money, believe it or not. I chased off anyone who's ever loved me. And lately, I can't even stand the face I see in a mirror. You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from you. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. I'm not going to turn this off. Life's this game of no, this is good. I don't remember the speech at all. It's awesome. Listen to this. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. (laughs) On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. We claw with our fingernails for that itch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. Fucking losing. Between living and dying. I'll tell you this. In any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die who's going to win that inch. And I know if I'm going to have any life anymore, it's because I'm still willing to fight and die for that inch. Because that's what living is. In front of your face. Now right I there. can't make you do it. You gotta look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now I think you're gonna see a guy who will go that inch with you. You're gonna see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're gonna do the same for him. And that's what it comes down to, people. Let me tell you something. All the shit that we're going through right now. In the big scheme of things, it's very small. 
you're hating your neighbors, you're hating your friends, you're hating per- certain family members, certain family members are hating you. This was all designed to cause chaos. If you find the love in front of you and you find the good in everything, whether you're a Republican, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're a liberal, uh, independent, it doesn't matter. Go back to a time when we had fun. We didn't question what you were. I didn't, I didn't know what my friends were. I didn't care who they voted for. We didn't care about that thing. All we cared about was going out, having a good time, enjoying each other's company, and having fun. And that's what we miss. And that's why they, we're wearing masks now. Why? Why are we wearing masks? Because they don't want us to smile anymore. They don't want to see the smiles. They want us to cover up. They want us to get used to another way of living. The world is changing in front of our face and we're letting it happen because we're believing in what they're telling us. Whoever is telling us this, we're believing it. We're not smiling anymore. We're not laughing anymore. We're not getting together anymore. We're distancing each other. We, we, don't, we don't gather in groups anymore. We don't do anything because we fear. They're winning people. These people are winning. And we're losing because we're letting them win. Because we're letting them take over our way of thinking, our way of believing, our way of being. We're letting them take over our family, our friends. We're letting them take over what we think, how we smile. We can't have jokes anymore. We can't enjoy games anymore. We can't do anything because we're doing what they're telling us to do. We're becoming them. I'm 55 years old today. I'm not asking for anything. But I'm not going to change who I am. I don't think you're going to change, right, Charlie? Never going to change. The only thing I want to change is what's happening now. Go back to what it was. We want to go back to not what it was, but even what it, make it a better, make it better. W- what it is. Move forward. Remember that speech you just heard? Think move about, forward. Yeah, move forward. Think about what they're doing. They're closing comedy clubs down where people can laugh. They're closing games down where people can enjoy a hot dog and a soda, the all-American game with your, your kids. They're, they're closing things you can't get together and enjoy and laugh and dance anymore. Think about it. They took dancing away. Laughing away, sports away. Now we got to cover our face. We can't even see people smiling anymore. They're trying to take away the basic, simple pleasures in life, and they're trying to take away the way you think. They want you to think the way they think and act the way they act. That's right. And that's what they want. Well, smarten up, people. Fight back. Fight back. Don't let anything get in your way. It's good to social distance. I get it. I understand. But, uh, don't fall for everything. Don't let don't let it take you over and, and 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 completely take over your body and everything you believe in. I uh, I want to wish everybody well out there. Have a happy and safe Fourth of July. Thank you for all the birthday wishes on Facebook and Instagram. And thanks, Charlie, for the devil's hot sauce. Happy birthday, Wheels. Thank you very much. And I hope that you're enjoying our 10th episode. And uh, we're going to move forward, right? We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep moving forward. And we are going to keep supporting America. And love America. Love your country. Love who you are. Um, whether Whether you're Republican or Democrat, you can love your country. You can love 
what it stands for. Because what you're supposed to do is love your country. I love you, man. Simple as that. And I'll tell you what, it was uh, the 10th episode. This was great. Don't forget to follow um, at Wheels Live on Instagram and Charlie DeFazio on Instagram. And you want to follow us on Facebook and uh, Don't Eat All the Meatballs on Simplecast. You can also find Don't Eat All the Meatballs on um, on uh, iTunes and uh, Stitcher Radio and Spotify and iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcast at. I uh, wish you best. Well, don't be that guy who gets his fucking finger blown off every year. You ever hear Remember years ago? There's always that one guy with the fireworks. <laughs> yeah. He's always the neighbor I, kid I, down I, the block. I, I, real quick, I'll tell you what that his fire, finger it was the blockbuster. Yeah. Avoid the blockbusters. Yeah. Or the cherry bombs. Yeah. Remember the cherry <laughs> so uh, listen, man, keep we, it going. We love you, people. Don't eat all the meatballs. We love you. Be really. safe. Lion the Family Stone. But different folks. Live together, man. Makes us want to groove. That's right. Together, man. Don't eat all the meatballs.